0: Welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell, and that is Kurt Souter. He's with Further Still Ministries. And this little show we've been doing now, coming on nine years, is a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. And we have a lot of lady listeners, which is great, but we want to talk to the guys and say, Guys, sports, weather, and politics are fine. There's a place for that. But men need to go deeper. And we just want to be a tool in the toolbox of men to say, Hey, Let's just be men who are engaging in the stuff that many men don't want to talk about. And we believe here at Solid Steps that you are not fulfilling your destiny as a man fully if you are not walking with the man of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, I don't know where you are in the faith journey, but we just want to be available to you to say, hey, let's talk about some big stuff. Now, nine years ago, Kurt says, let's do a radio show. And I asked myself the question prayerfully. I said, Lord, do we really need a show for men? I mean, really. And the answer I got back was, look around you in the landscape and look at the world. And the majority of problems in the world fall at the feet of men. Now, that's from a global perspective. Now, men are doing a lot of good things to help alleviate it, as women are too. But a lot of problems are men acting like knuckleheads. And so we want to take a whole big global problem, and let's just boil it down to the guy in the mirror. (laughs) What are we? can we do to make a difference as a man? So Chad, you, you ever meet a
1: guy for the first time and you go, oh my goodness, I, we got to get him on the radio. And, uh, and not only that, you just want to get to know him better because he's got a fascinating story. So listeners, we've got a guy who uh, just has a great story. And uh, so Tim Brown, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. I'm honored, honored, honored to be here. And uh, I'm going to introduce Bobby uh, Chavone, eh? Because yeah. Bobby's the, the catalyst to make this happen. Absolutely. And so uh, Bobby's in my Getting Equipped group every Wednesday morning.
2: Welcome, brother. It's a pleasure to be here again, guys. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, Bobby uh, shared his story uh, on a past show. But um, I, I, I don't say to a lot of men, you need to read this book. But I'm going to say that today. Folks, you need to pick up this book, Tim Brown. You wrote a book called "God and a Man," but what I love the most is I love the subtitle. What is the subtitle?
3: How God can use any man to make a difference, and the the word "man," uh, any man is the focus there.
1: Any man, and why did you why why did you that why, why did you want that to be the subtitle?
3: Well, um, I've said this numerous times in other interviews. Um, If you were going to put a thousand men in a bucket and say, okay, God, I want you to pick one out that you're really going to use, I would have been the guy on the very bottom of the bucket that his hand would have never gotten to, but it just shows who God is. He will literally take any man, um, if that man will make up his mind to pursue God's heart and make that the, the goal of his life on a daily basis, and if... If God will do that um, with me, uh, he, he literally can do that with any man. Because as I talk about in my book, and the, one of the common things about my book has been um, guys have read it and they told me they have come to feel better about themselves. Um, <laughs>
0: I can laugh at that. I know where this is going. Go ahead. Yeah,
3: because they're like, well, you know, I never did that. Or the other consistent theme has been, Man, Tim, you were a real knucklehead. And I'm like, yeah, I was. But again, um, in God's economy, it doesn't matter because God is God. And he just, when a, when a guy decides that he's going to lock his arms with God and make that the goal of his life to know his heart, uh, he literally can use any man to do anything.
1: Not to highlight sin. But just give our listeners a little, um, the, the blunders and the fumbles and the stuff of that you got yourself into, um, and how God can redeem any of that. Well,
3: you know, I was a, as a young man, I was an athlete and everything was about sports, uh, girls, and then anything else that went along with that. And lots of times that was, you know, alcohol, drugs, um, just doing stuff that hurt hurt a lot of people, uh, doing stuff that was all about myself. And I was really good at it. Um, I was, as I used to say, I, I typically would be the first in line. If you, if you wanted to do something, I'd be the first in line. And if I survived it, I'd get back in line and do it again. And uh, so, you know, I, I opened the book in, chap- in the first chapter talking about as an early adult, because of a bad di- business deal, um, i was gonna, I was, I made my mind, I was going to kill a man who had, uh, cheated us and had, and was the origin of all the problems at that time in my life that, that I was caught up in that I thought was my life. Um, and I had made up my mind that it didn't matter. I was going to do whatever it took and he was going to pay for it. And so I'm not proud of that, but, uh, um uh, just shows you what what God can do um again in in his grace and his mercy and um I was you know early in my marriage I've been married praise the lord uh, 38 years of a few that was a few weeks ago um early on I was an awful husband I acted like I wasn't married and uh why my life my, why my wife did not take the first bus out of town I have no idea uh, Well, I do know it was the lord and uh so um, yeah I you know a lot of guys share stuff with me about things they've done and they they kind of started with well you may not be able to relate to this I'm like uh, well tell me what it is and when they tell me I'm like oh yeah I can definitely relate to that.
1: What I, What I love about how you lay that out is Tim is that you are you're so vulnerable, and you're so honest. And, like, I mean, you know, you got your girlfriend pregnant, and and, and then she becomes your wife, and hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, she's still with you. Yeah, we should
3: – we that in itself, we should have been a statistic. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I we, mean, were, we were 19 and 18, and uh, and then the way I acted at that time as well as a new father, I, I mean, we should have been a statistic. And uh, so, yeah, I just – and, that, and and that's all I know to do is just to be real because and vulnerable because um, with without that um, I, I, you know my story really isn't uh, can, can, my story really can't be explained in terms of God if I'm not vulnerable and and, and truthful because uh, he based on what I've done in the past. He's the only one that could redeem that and, and do something with it.
1: So. Because it, 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 there's listeners right now who are thinking, I, I, well, you know, I can't be used by God because I, I've done this, and I've done this, or I haven't had this. And, yeah. you know, you haven't gone to seminary. You haven't gone to Bible college. You, it, it's, it's not only what you haven't done, it's what you have done. And God says, I'm going to take you, if you'll just be willing, mm-hmm. and to follow me, yeah. and I want to use you. Yeah, I, I love that. How God can use any man to make a difference. Well, the,
3: the verse I really like to use to support that is the, uh, the Old Testament verse out of Second Chronicles sixteen nine. Um, that's really kind of the heartbeat of of the ministry now that the Lord has called called me to lead, uh, which is called Reup Men's Movement. But in that verse, it says that the eyes, depending on the version you, you, you read, but it says from for the eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout the earth to strongly support those whose hearts are completely his. Well, as I work backwards in that verse, the key to that is whose heart is completely his. And it took all the junk in my life for me to finally turn to him and pursue his heart and give and learn who I was, my identity. Then I could totally make my heart his. And then... It says he will strongly support, which I believe can be translated, will use you in ways you can't imagine, and he's looking for those guys. And when he finds, as the guy disciple me used to say, when he finds one of those critters, <laughs> uh, he, he makes it very obvious, I'm going to use you uh, in spite of everything uh, to, really, to make a difference. And, it's not, and the key thing is it's not me making a difference. That's why the part of that where it says God and a man. A man really can't make, I think, a true difference. It's, it's got to be God and a man and God doing it through him.
1: Well, and you, one of the themes in your book is um, it's, ta- it's time to start living by a life of another. Yes, that's his life. That's, that,
3: Jesus displayed that to us. Jesus never lived his own life. His, he lived the Father's life. He, he showed us how to live by the life of another. Jesus' works weren't his own. His words weren't his own. He lived by the life of the Father, and that's what he modeled for us, and that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to rest in him and learn to live by the life of another
1: that's in us. Yeah, it's not trying harder. It's not do, you know doing more, 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 more. It's learning to trust in the one who goes before us. Right.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to take a break. Three more segments coming up, and we're going to get more into a little more into the book, but also a little bit more And okay, that's great. I never had a guy to, to hit kill a guy on my things to do today. <laughs> now, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, every man can be used. We're going to talk more about what that looks like in your life here on Solid Steps with you. Hadley Sign Solutions. Owner Chris Hadley has 35 years experience in design, manufacturing, and the installation of commercial exterior electrical signage. and He can help promote your business in Kentucky and Southern Indiana. Call him at 502-419-7228. That's 419-7228. Or you can email him at Solutions at gmail.com. That's Hadley Sign Solutions. Dan Hart Financial. If you want to retire or want to talk about retirement, whether you're a year away or 20 years away, Dan Hart can sit down, come up with your plan that you uh, need to have, or talk about your plan that you have in place and see if it's a good fit. Dan Hart Financial. So in our last segment, we were talking about both God and the man, and our author Tim Brown was talking about some of the things that he has done in his life to really kind of Mark him off the list of somebody people would think could be used by God, but that's not how this works. God, you know, it's a. It, you just read through the Bible. God
1: uses people that like. Are you kidding me? He going to use him? You know, and that's you, Tim, and that's that's you, Bobby. I, I mean, again, yeah. we're here.
0: Yeah, we're here today because Bobby introduced us. By the way, Bobby's episode was episode number three hundred one. So if you're listening to it, go into SoundCloud or iTunes and just type in. Episode 301, you'll hear Bobby's story. It yeah. was called, put it this way, it's called From a Mess to a Miracle. So, if that tells you anything about his story, <laughs> there's some real similarities. There's some similarities. There. Wait a minute, no doubt about
1: it. I don't know. <laughs> no <laughs> and, doubt about and, and, it. And Bobby. Um, Tim, talk. One of the things that you, when you work with men, you address identity mm-hmm. with men. Like, this is a big deal. Talk to us about that. Um, uh, I
3: believe that the number one uh, problem with men today, whether they're Christian or not, um, and just because they're a Christian man doesn't exclude them from this statement. Um, But I believe most men believe without a doubt that what they do, what they have materially, who they know is who they are that's their identity that's where we get our identity the, the the small g god of this world has ingrained that in men and i and i say all the time the american dream was great there's nothing wrong with that but i think it in some way has destroyed manhood a little bit and i definitely think it's destroyed male leadership because that's where men get all their value. Um uh, you know, if I didn't know Bobby and I walked up to him and introduced myself and within a few minutes the conversation's always going to go what do you do? And why? Because that's where we get our value. I mean, that's in our culture, that's where men especially feel like that's my that's where I get my worth. So um, so, so say that one more time so our listeners get it. Okay. What what you do? What you have and who you know is not who you are. But here's the most important part of the whole deal. But who you are does impact what you do, the way you live your life, the way you love people, the way you deal with problems in your life, so everything about your life. Who you are does impact, has a huge impact on that if you know who you are. And what's happened is the enemy has gotten men backed into a corner believing that what they do, what they have, and who they know is who they are. And if that happens, if, a man's got, if, if, if one of those three things is out of whack in a man's life, he's going to step into the corner and he's going to say, you guys can play on without me. If you need me, I'll be over here. That's why we have a male leadership crisis. Um, because men don't know their identity. You know, Steve Farrar, in one of his books, said that if you took every problem in our society, and he, he names them, a lot of them, and you boiled it down to the, the, the most common denominator, it's going to be a lack of male leadership. Well, the reason men won't lead is men don't know who they are. And if a man believes that what he does is who he is, and he's had some failure in his life, like me, He's not going to lead his family. He's not going to lead anything, and he's just going to play,
1: let the game play on without him. And the enemy's guys right where he wants us. So, Tim, how do you help a guy understand his proper identity? It's not what he does. Right. It's not who he knows. It's not what he has. Yeah. yeah. How do you help a man even begin to understand that, and then how do you shift him to a proper identity? Well. I
3: think it starts with, um, and I use, and I know we're this is audio, so I can't use the visual here, the video visual. Um, but uh, our problem uh, was what happened in the garden. Uh, we were separated from God. We got a we we inherited a, a, a sinful nature and a damnic nature from Adam. None of us signed up for that, but every descendant since then has gotten it. So every man that's ever been born is that way, and. Our problem is not our acts of sin. That's not what was sending us to hell. Our problem is who we are and who we were. So what we really got to help a man understand is, number one, that, that his actions aren't, weren't his problem. Because even as a as a believer, Bobby, I don't know about you, but I guarantee you the, the next day you probably sinned, didn't you? Oh, yes, sir. So your problem is not your acts of sin. It's who you were. And so we got to help men understand that because men believe that this is a performance-based deal. Um, men don't think they have freedom to fail. And, but if we go to the cross where Jesus said it is finished, and you look at, as Paul talks about in the book of Romans, every verb he uses there of what happened because of Jesus on the cross is in the past tense. So in our person, we became 100. Now, I know some days it's hard to believe that God sees us that way. So in my person meter, I'm 100. But in my behavior meter, that varies every day. Some days I might run about a 30. Some I might run a 70. But again, back to my statement, that doesn't change who I am. But if I know who I am, it does start to change what I do. And I'll never be 100 until... I stand before Christ, I mean before God someday. But my life can look more like God wants it to look like if I really understand that what I do is not who I am. So we gotta get men into the word, helping them understand that, see that, and then I'm telling you, when that light bulb goes off and they understand that all that's in the past tense, they are justified. They are no longer condemned. They are they they are holy. Righteous. Paul even goes as far as saying a saint. I know it's hard to believe that Bobby is a saint, (laughs) but he is. He is. We all are. In the eyes of God. In the eyes of God. Past tense. Because the verb action there, if you really study the verb actions there, they're mentioned in a lot of these verses, especially that Paul wrote. The tense there is completed action. It's over. It's done. We just got to believe that and embrace that. And then learn to live in the past
1: tense of who we are, and then that does start to affect what we do. It it, it, it begins to help us live victoriously when we already know that Jesus already won the game, yeah. and He lives in us. And so we got this we got this incredible gift yeah. that God has given us, and. And he says, "Now, hey, you're 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 no longer just Tim Brown, a, a a sinner. No, you are. You've become a saint because of what Jesus has done in and through you. Yeah, nothing I did. Nothing. Nothing I did. The man disciple used
3: to say it this way: When we realize that we are the apple of His eye, and that He sees us in a way we can't even imagine, that's going to affect what I do." But until we understand that, we're, we're, we're believing what we do changes who we are and we're living a life of chaos and we have a big smile and sad eyes and nobody wants what we got. Mm. But when we learn what I'm talking about here, then you got a big smile, happy eyes, and people don't know what you got, but they want it because
1: they see it's different. They, they, they so want it. Yeah. They so want it. It's like a magnet. Um, Bobby, when, when this happened to you, what you know when you began to understand your identity in christ what happened
2: transformation (laughs) um you know reading tim's book i i I shared the story it was just so impactful because it was like a parallel to mine and i read it in a very short sitting and uh it's about who god created me to be and it was not the way i was running in the world recklessly but uh, that I'm a child of God, and uh, to, to go help men understand that in a, in
0: a simple, plain term. Mm. So we're gonna take a break, and uh, who you are is not what you do. That's a hard concept, because he asked the question about Genesis, and I heard a teacher say this once, what's the problem in, in Genesis? Where do things go off the rail? People say, well, Genesis 3. And he says, did you know in Genesis 3 the word sin is never mentioned? So we got an identity issue, not a performance issue. So we're going to take a break. Come back shortly here on Solid Steps Radio. Iroquois Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Eric Veal has been a sponsor of our show since the beginning. If you need your teeth cleaned, Overall dental health, Dr. Eric Veal can take care of you. He's got two locations in the Louisville area one in Iroquois Park area, and then the other in Eastern Jefferson County. That's Iroquois Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And Frank Enterprises, they are a professional septic tank landscaping and wastewater management company. If you have water outside your house that's not going where it's supposed to go, or you have septic tank issues, or any landscaping needs, Frank Enterprises can take care of you. Their years of experience will come through, and you will be thankful you called them. So in our last segment, we were talking about not having an issue so much with how we behave, but who we are as men. And that's something a lot of us have a hard time getting over.
1: Yeah, you know, Tim, just kind of confessional, I've used Neil Anderson's um, Who I Am in Christ I mean, I have memorized that. Yeah. I have pounded my brain to to remind me that it, it's not my identity is not in what I own, what I do, you know, who I know. It's no, that's yeah. not it. Yeah. I'm a child of the King. I'm mm. the son of the Most High God. I'm righteous in His eyes. I'm salt of the earth. I'm light of the world. That's who we are. That's right. That's right. And I, when when a guy finally gets that.
3: I just say this all the time. You better get out of his way. Because what's the verse say? When a guy knows who he is, I believe truly that's when his heart becomes completely God's. And in that 2 Chronicles sixteen nine verse, when that happens, it says God will strongly support. And I'm telling you, he will blow our minds of what he will do through us. If we learn to live by that life that's in us when we really know who we are. It's a game changer.
1: It's, it's a, it's a, it, it is a game changer. It is the game changer. It, it will change the game completely. Exactly right. And uh, listeners, I just want to encourage you, if you don't understand who you are in Jesus Christ, you, you got to um, go to this book, uh, God and a Man, and uh, Tim Brown, and pick it up, and he walks through. It's just the powerful of your story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to uh, just touch on one of the chapters. I I, I got to it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what a title! You called it "Mandemic." Yeah. Talk yeah. to us about that.
3: Well, it it was interesting. I started outlining the book six or seven years ago because here's the one thing that I wanted to confirm that the Lord was calling me to write a book because I'm a guy that doesn't read. I hate to read, <laughs> and I'm like, you're going to ask me to write a book. But so when I was outlining it, one of the things I really felt like i was seeing out there was this i i I called it almost a disease in men and so i didn't know what to call it so i looked up what a what a uh, pandemic was interesting um and i thought well that's really what's going on here with men they've been infected with this deal called indifference and And by not knowing their identity, that really leads to being indifferent. So I just called the whole mess out there a mandemic. Well, then fast forward to 2020, and I'm having more and more uh, pressure, for lack of a better term, to spit this book out. And we were in a worldwide pandemic. And so I talk about it as, as that chapter opens that, you know, as I'm writing this, we've been in a pandemic for a little while, but that we've been in a mandemic for a long time. And I think what, what I really try to convey there is that uh, uh, we it's just bottom line is we've just had a lack of identity and a lack of leadership with the male species for quite some time. And that's contagious. It's teachable. It's reproducible. And we know after what we've been through with the pandemic, we know what a worldwide um, illness, for lack of a better term, can do. Uh, it can shut the world down. Well, I think a mandemic can kind of do that too. It can shut God's world, the kingdom, what he really wants for us as men and our families and our roles as men. It kind of shuts that down too.
1: Yeah, so. if, if, you, if you take a man – and, and every man that's listening to this right now, and if we would all just step up to the plate, mm. um, it will make a significant contribution into the kingdom of God. Oh, my gosh. The ripple effect can be
3: can be huge. I mean, Jesus took 12 guys and changed the world. And we, for some reason, we have bought, here's another thing. When you talked about the title of the book, it ties in with the pandemic, too, is Part of the pandemic is the enemy has taught us as men that one man can no longer make a difference. We've bought that lie. We think that it's got to be some big deal, some
1: special guy. Uh, I'm not Billy Graham. Right, whatever. I, you know, I'm not Bob Russell. Yeah, right. it, I'm I, not Rick Warren. Right. So that means, yeah. you know. Well, and I,
3: So I love the story of David I talk about it in the book that I think, again, fits the pandemic. When David confronted Goliath, all the men behind David were dressed apart, the part. They had their war gear on. It looked like they were going to go into battle. But they weren't about to step out there. They were fearful. They had no confidence. They didn't know who they were. They didn't know they were God's chosen people. And they were indifferent. So basically the guys behind David were living in a pandemic. And the guys behind Goliath were confident, cocky, all that because of Goliath. Well, when David killed Goliath, if you read there in First Samuel seventeen, it says all of a sudden when David went up there and chopped his head off, it said all the men behind David now became bold, courageous, no longer fearful, and they pursued, and the enemy became fearful and ran. So, all because of what? One man. One man. One man. What's David known as? A man after God's heart. What Second Chronicle sixteen nine say? Whose hearts are completely his, he will strongly support. One man changed the thinking of thousands of men on that battlefield. And it's just a matter of he he was David spent time with the Lord. The Lord was his shepherd and he was he he's known as a man after God's own heart. And to me that just proves one man can literally change things. One man. In this pandemic that we're in. So we thought Fauci and those guys could change things during the pandemic. <laughs> well, I'm not picking on him, but one man in a pandemic can Change things, yes, and you uh, and, and every man listening to this is that man. Every man listening to this is
0: God's man. Well, just think of it this way if you did nothing else but then the people in your home, oh, the people who are in your data who who in Fair your influence. inner circle of people, yeah. yeah, if I do nothing else, if I can influence those people, game changer, I'm done. When it's a win, I don't. So, Tim, I'm echoing what you're saying, brother. It's awesome. Oh, I'm. I, my my grandpa Souter has been dead for thirty years, almost
1: forty years, and I, and his life is still influencing right. me today. Yep, because of how he lived his That's life. Right. Decades ago. Yep, yep. Tim, you talk about um, three missing things in a man's life. Um, you, the first one you mentioned is manly friendships. Yeah, yep. Men, men, men think
3: true friendship is. Guys that they can go to the ball game with, play golf, shoot something, you know, drink a beer or whatever. They think that's friends. No, a friend is somebody that's willing to risk the relationship to tell you the truth that you need to hear because they love you. A friend is a guy who's willing to lay over you when you take a hit in your life and pray, cry, hold you, whatever it takes. A friend is somebody that will – um come at it with no agenda for their benefit. It's all about you, uh, the principle of the cross. Uh, and men just don't have that. The enemy has backed us into a corner. We're lonely. We're isolated. Most men just have acquaintances. And uh, that that uh, we don't understand what true friendship is.
1: We, we uh, A good buddy of mine, we, we call it the Peter, James, and John. Who, who are your Peter, James, and John guys in your life? Yeah. And if you don't have a Peter, James, and John, um, you're going through life um, really empty-handed.
3: One of the ways I teach that is in a big group is I hand out a dice to everybody. And I tell them, if you're not in a group of men, what what we call a fire team with Re-Up, if you're not in one of those, and if you don't have those kind of men in your life, I just want you to keep this dice in your pocket all the time. And reach into your pocket and feel the edges of it. And remember that if you don't have that in your life, you are rolling the dice every day with your marriage, your influence, and your opportunity. And you got to have it because you're, you're rolling the dice every day.
1: I like that. Bobby, you're, you're always handing stuff out, and now you're going to start handing out dice. Dice, yeah. <laughs> make sure you
0: explain it. Well, make sure you explain what the dice is for. Hey, man, when Bobby comes in, hey, Bobby, it's your phone, and he's throwing dice, dice to there you. We oh, yeah. doing, there not we doing go. yeah are we go Bobby. There we're we go, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
1: Tim, real quickly before we get into our fourth segment, you talk about uh, three missing things. first one is manly friendships. The second one is we don't take risks. Yeah. Talk, yeah. talk about that. Got to be risk takers.
3: I mean, I, I don't understand that with men because men are, we're supposed to be, adventures, adventure is supposed to excite us. So take a risk, even if you don't understand it, even if you don't know what it would look like to mentor somebody else, take a risk. That's, that's where faith comes from. And so I, I just think we got to be risk takers again.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's even risk taking, like, hey, there's some guy that I want to get to know. I, he's, I can tell he's sharper than me and better than me. I'm like, I need to go ask him. I'm going to have coffee with him.
0: Yeah. So we're going to take a break, come back for one more segment, which you were like, man, how are we going to wrap this up in one segment? Well, we're not. Well, we hope we plant the seed with you that you start off. So we're going to take a break, come back shortly. And solid steps, right? Ellen and Credit Union has been around the Louisville, Kentucky area for decades. They can help you with every financial need that you have, whether it's personal, commercial, you need a home loan, car loan, Ellen and Credit Union can take care of you and all of your financial needs. Bright Star Home Care. If you have someone that you love and care for that needs in-home care, whether they need one visit a week or they need 24-7 care, Bright Star Home Care is your very first contact start that process and find out what's best for you and your loved one. We also want to thank podlou.com that's Louisville Podcast Studios if you want to do a professional sounding podcast or videocast, you want to look and sound great, Louisville Podcast Studios is your contact go to podloo.com. that's P-O-D-L-O-U dot so First three segments, if you miss it, boy, you missed a lot. Go to iTunes, Facebook, or SoundCloud and just type in Solid Steps Radio and you can hear the entire show thanks to our great sponsors because you want to hear the first three
1: segments. Sure. So, Tim, you talk about in the book uh, three missing things. and right. you, You've already unpacked manly friendships as number one. Right. I mean, we gotta, Absolutely. we've got to get better at yep. that. Yep. Number two, we don't take risks. Yep. We just
3: – Even though we're dudes and we like to – adventure but we're just not we're, we're not just rolling i talked about dice a while ago we're not rolling the dice with with jesus saying okay i'm gonna step into this i don't know what it's like i'm uncomfortable it's new it's t-. but i'm just gonna trust you god because and and that's where we really experience god i mean yeah. I, I run into guys all the time and say man i just i just don't think i'm having these new experiences with god my my walk's kind of dull and i first thing i say is well tell me the risk you're taking and, you're, and they're like, what do you mean? Well, tell me some risk you're taking. Uh, I'm not. Well, then that's why you're not experiencing him fully. Because when you take a risk, you got to rely on him. And you'll you'll experience him like you never have before.
1: And you can't read the Bible, uh, I mean, person after person after person. They are taking risk, like yep. you just mentioned, yep. David and Goliath. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah. uh, whether it's Moses or Daniel, yep. you you name it. Yep. In your third uh, point, three missing things. You said men are not hungry for a cause. Yeah, men. um, I believe men have
3: just embraced passivity. They've embraced, man. If I can just get through the day, that's a good day. When we they forget we were created in God's image, and. God is a God of cause, and that cause is he wants his family back. And when you understand your identity, you'll realize that you are part of a big deal, and that big deal is God's agenda. And, that, you know, I ask guys all the time, when's the last time you asked God to break your heart for what breaks his heart? Well, until you know who you are, you won't do that because it scares you to death. That's why most men don't, because God, that's exactly what he wants you to ask, and he will show you a cause then. And we need to be men of cause, and because God will then do something. Again, as the front of the book says, he will use you to make a difference like you never imagined. If you just want to flounder through life and look like the paneling on the wall and blend in, then go through your life without a cause. But if you really want to be who God created you to be, and I've never met a man who just said, you know what, I'd rather just be a knucklehead. Every man wants to make a difference. I don't care who they are. And, and having a cause will help you do that. But until you learn your identity, you're not going to understand the cause that God has called us to.
1: Mm. That's good. And, uh, and it ties into what I want Bobby to read. You, you wrote something on page 78 that I think is really profound. Bobby, I'm going to have you read it.
2: Sure. Most of us are out here spending our time trying to be successful at things that don't really matter. So we don't give God time enough to teach us enough so that we might learn enough to trust him enough to let him live his life through us.
3: Well, that is actually both of the two statements combined from somebody else. Anything that's profound wasn't from me. But... And in, in the book The True Measure of a Man the author there says and I don't even think it, he, it was his original quote that men should not fear failure but we should fear being successful at things that don't matter mm-hmm. and so if we're out here in the world trying, and we're spending most of our time trying to be successful at things that don't really matter then we're not, then we're not giving God time enough in our life When the average Christian man spends less than 10 minutes a day in the word and in prayer, and I believe that's giving men more credit than they deserve. I don't believe it's that much. But when we're out here trying to be successful with things that don't really matter, then we're not giving God a lot of time. And if you don't give him time enough, he can't teach you enough. And you can't learn enough to trust him enough to let him live his life through you. And so one one of the things I'm very passionate about and re men's movement is passionate about is creating a context where a man can spend time on a daily basis with the God of the universe and to know it, pursue his heart and to know him. He wrote that book so we would know his heart. And if we don't spend time in it, he can't do that. Plus, we know the word is living and breathing. And we're, we're not allowed, I'd say men are great settlers. We have settled for so little. When God is up there with his hands thrown wide open going, look at what I've got for you. Come get it. And the only way we can get that is to give him time enough so he can teach us enough. So we can learn enough to trust him enough. And then we'll understand how to live by the life of another that you started with earlier. You mentioned and. He'll he'll show us right there in his word how to do that, and but we're just not giving him that chance. But boy, when we do, he'll strongly support those whose hearts are completely
1: his. Tim, talk to the guy who spends who who spends very very little time in God's word and prayer. He 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 he'd like to do it. I mean, he kind of wants to do it. Um, maybe even ha- has a longing to do it, but he, he just doesn't quite step into that. Most of the time, it's because men tell us they
3: don't know how. Now, I'm not going to be critical here when I say this. I'm not trying to be critical. But most of the time, even if they're involved in a local church, their local church isn't teaching them how to do that. But what we have found is that if you will give man, men a intentional structure, Men are just wired this way. We gotta have structure. And if you will hand me something, Kurt, and say, Today, read this. Here's three or four questions to answer based on what you read. Share your thoughts, pray over it, and let God reveal. And then tomorrow you do the same thing. Here's here. So what we've learned with reup is that if we can give men an intentional structure to follow every day, they'll do it. The problem is a lot of guys say they don't have time and they don't know how. Well, we've g- attacked those two issues, and we think the Lord has honored that and shown us that, you know what, if you if, if you can have some intentional structure, and give me time enough, so I can teach you enough
1: to learn enough. It, it it's pretty simple. It's in rocket science. You you started a whole ministry toward men called Reup. Yes. How how, how can guys get a hold of that? Uh,
3: www.reupmen.com. And then our platform that we use to offer resources, that's kind of become a game changer, is reup.impact.app. Reup.impact.app.
1: And there's lots of structures there that can help men do just that. And, uh, again, your book, um, God and a Man – uh, guys can get it at um, Acclaim Press is where I would probably send you. Uh, I think there will be a link
3: maybe that you all will share. Okay. Uh, it's on Amazon. Amazon's having a tough time filling it. It's in it's in some Barnes and Nobles as well. They're having a tough time filling it, but it's out there. And if worse comes to worse, you just reach out to me, and I'll make sure you get, get them. Tim? Thank you so
1: much for coming. Hey, our time is been awesome. It has been absolutely awesome, yeah. and Bobby. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for making this happen. And uh, Tim, pray us out. Pray for us, guys. Yeah. Would you, Fa- Father, just blow our minds? Be who only you can be.
3: Teach us to learn to trust you, and to learn to live by your life. It can be done. Any man can do it. You know it. You've proven it over and over and over. Because this voice these men are listening to is one of those guys. Help us to realize we're all God's men. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Amen.
1: amen. Thank you so much, guys.
0: Well, you're hearing this, guys, and you're like, oh, gosh, okay. Should I? Could I? What if I do? What, can, what difference can I make? And I'll just remind people, we did an episode with my dad, actually. It was called Never, It's Never Too Late. My dad was my age. I'm 49, and he was about 48, 49 years old when he started to follow Jesus. And now Ooh. there's about 15 people in the family alone who have said, I want to follow Jesus. You make a difference because you're made in the image of God and he's got a plan and a plan is following him. Thank you for listening to solid steps.
2: With every step I take, I am standing.